Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UFW. Or check us out on MySpace at www.myspace.com forward slash UFW. Send us a tweet on Twitter at HTTP colon slash slash Twitter.com slash UFW. Come on and join the conversation. Get involved. Hit us up. All right, y'all. We are back with another edition of the Urban Wire, episode 40. And tonight we're going to be talking about a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, we're going to first of all discuss um, the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the teams that are um, going to be here in Indianapolis in a couple, well, less than a couple weeks. We're also going to talk about the passing of um, Coach Joe Paterno. Uh, for those who uh, follow sports, which I, I really don't follow, follow sports that much, but I just heard about this, you know, I I had never known much about him, but we're gonna talk about his death. We're gonna talk about um, should we mourn over this this person's death? I know there's some mixed feelings about that, so we're gonna get on that a little later. Um, also, we're gonna talk about um, well, we're gonna do a tribute to the late um, Etta James, which passed. Um, she passed um, a couple of days ago, so we're gonna do a tribute to her. Um, and pretty much we're just going to talk about, you know, the basic things going on in the um, urban arena as far as entertainment is concerned, music and all that is concerned. And also, uh, stay tuned because we're going to try to get to some new music by SWV. You definitely want to hear this. This song is um, entitled, uh, let me get the title, uh, Co-Sign. And you know what, it's, it's, a, it's you know what I'm saying, you, it, it got the SWV uh, V kind of groove to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you guys are definitely going to feel this track, you know, those who of you like me that were SWV fans back in the day, I, I think you, you're definitely going to get into this um, this track that we're going to play later. But, you know, as always, want to open up the chat room. And for those of you that would love to call in, feel free to do so at area code 646-915-8200. Once again, that's 646-915-8200. We're going to also probably, if we have time, get on the uh, subject of parenting because that's one of our um, stories that has something to do with that. So uh, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about that. We, we have a lot to talk about tonight. And also, I think this is just Mike. This is Michael that just joined the line. Yes. All right. So what's going on with you, Mr. Snyder? Uh just enjoying a semi-relaxing day off work. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I was telling you, we got a lot to talk about tonight. I really want to get into uh, the Joe Paterno, like the coach that was uh, 
pretty much allegedly covering up for a, a sex abuse of ten young boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna really talk about that because I really want to ask the question: Should we mourn over the loss of a person like that? So um, it's gonna be a controversial show. We're gonna go to a little bit of music. I'm, not, I'm gonna just play a couple of songs. We're not gonna. Um, do a half hour mix. We're just gonna jump in here and get these stories rolling. Um, DeAndre will be here in a little bit. I spoke to her earlier, so she's gonna tune in tonight. So we'll go to a little bit of music. You know, um, like I said, we're gonna play the new track from SWZ later on on their new single. So we will be talking about that, and uh, we're gonna be doing the Etta James uh, tribute um, later on, and. Um, that's about it. You got some things that's going on in the celebrity world. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl and uh, give you some updates on that. And for those of you, who, of you that are sports fans that, that are probably listening to this, feel free to give us a call at six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. And don't forget to uh, check us out on YouTube. At youtube.com slash ucofw and Michael, what's what's the uh, address of your website? Uh, sunrisehumanity.com. All right. Well, we're going to jump right into this, uh, and we will be back in a few minutes. I'm going to probably, no, no, I'm I'm probably surprised you guys. Might. I might just, you know, throw a little something here and there and there. So um, that's about it. Um, also, I'm just going to let you guys know we're going to start doing, uh, we're going to have a, look, a few changes um, on the, our videos and stuff like that. You'll see in the future. I'll, you know, surprise you with that. But, yeah, we're going to really step it up in 2012. And coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have the best of the Urban Wire. So be, in, be, in, you know, be on the lookout for that. And um, I don't know. I might take you back. I'm going to take you all back to this is a little bit of Leah with Aaliyah because that's the first thing that I see. So, anyways, uh, call us, send us messages on Facebook. We do have a Facebook group page. Feel free to add us there, and um, you know, add us so we can keep in touch with you about the show updates, video updates, and everything like that. So, we will be back in a little bit.
I couldn't fight it. I had hoped you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me it isn't over. Never mind, I'll find someone like you.
This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. You can find this and other great podcasts at Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry with no E's dot com.
All right, we're finally back. I think I'm ready to start now. Um, I had a little bit of technical difficulty, but I'm I'm back. Uh, Michael, you still there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, as I as I mentioned before the show, we're going to talk about several things today. And the first thing I want to well before I get started on my things, uh, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, or to bring up, uh, Michael, are you sick? Did you find anything interesting in the news in the past? No, week? I just went through the headlines and didn't find anything terribly earth-shattering in there. Yeah. It's burst up on some uh, things you and I had talked about. Yeah. And um, like I said, we, first and foremost, before we get started, I do want to extend <coughs> my uh, respects and condolences to uh, the family of Etta Jane, uh, very prolific singer, uh, and uh, uh, very, very, very just talented, uh, just beautiful woman. You know, uh, we lost her on um, January 20th, and um, I'm pretty sure you probably heard her a lot of her um, songs, but one of her songs that was um, Mostly uh, remembered by many people was called At Last. So we're going to talk about about that a little bit more later. But I just wanted to send out my condolences to them, and um, which that kind of leads us into our next, well, our first story today um, about um, Joe Paterno. And many of you um, sports fans are pretty um, much aware, you know, of. Um, his life and his uh, work and his uh, his you know ability to coach like he was he was a prolific coach I had to get that to him um, from what I've been reading on him and stuff like that and uh, he just passed um, on the twenty second which that was yeah he just passed so like we uh, wanted to send our condolences out to that family too. Um, and uh, we're just going to give you a little background about him and uh, briefly talk about the uh, scandal that he was uh, involved in before he passed. But I just want to give you a little background about him and um, just giving you a summary of his life, uh, which this is coming from Wikipedia. And I'm going to read this to you, and then we're going to discuss the uh, scandal that he was in. Um, Joseph Vincent Joe, quote-unquote Joe Paterno, uh, was an American football coach who was the head coach of Penn State University uh, for 46 years from 1966 through 2011. Paterno's nickname was Joe Pye, which holds the record for the most victories in the NCAA Division Football Subdivisions, uh, FBS, football coach with uh, 409 and the only FBS coach to receive 400 victories. He coached five undefeated teams that won major bowls in in 2007, was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame as a coach. Uh, Paterno was born in Brooklyn, New York, and attended Brown University where he played football, 
both as a quarterback and a cornerback. Originally planning to be a lawyer, he instead signed on as an assistant football coach at Penn State in 1950. Persuaded by his college coach, Rip Engel, which had taken over as Penn State's head, head coach, 15 years later, in 1965, Paterno was named as Engel's successor. Before long, he had coached the team to two undefeated regular seasons in 1968-1969. He will soon win two national championships in 1982 and 1986. In all, he led Nittany Lions to 37 bowl appearances with 24 wins and turned down offers to coach NFL teams, including the New England New England Patriots, which you guys know they're the ones that are in the, uh, the uh, this year's Super Bowl. After 46 years as head coach, Paterno was named as the winning the winningest coach in the Division One history in late 2011. In November, longtime assistant. Coach Jerry Sandusky was arrested, arrested and charged with child abuse of with, with child abuse allegations. In wake of not reporting the allegations to police, Paterno was fired. Over his 61 years at Penn State, Paterno be, became beloved. Be, ugh, I can't speak tonight. Became a beloved figure in the college community. He was well-known for his distinct game day image, particularly his thick square glasses, the emphasis that he placed on ethics and moral conduct in his philosophy of football to meld athletics and academics were signatures of his coaching style. His wife, Sue, donated $4 million to Penn State and funded the school's library that bears their names. Paterno died of complications from lung cancer on January 22, 2012. Now, I'm going to skip on down here, and we're going to read. As we we know, he he won several awards throughout his years and stuff like that. And, um, I mean, these awards are, like, ranging (laughs) way back from – 68 all the way up to 2011, and um, there's just countless, you know, uh, awards that he's received. But I want to get down here to uh, what everybody's talking about, which is uh, the scandal. And I'm not going to read this entire thing, but just just so that you guys get a, a you know, a, you know, a basic understanding of where we're going to be coming from tonight. Um, This part of the article is called Sandusky Scandal and Dismissal. And this um, article comes from the Penn State Sex Abuse Scandal. So, um, okay, here it goes. On November 5th, 2011, former Penn State defensive coordinator Jerry Sandusky was arrested on 40 counts relating to sexual abuse of eight young boys over a 15-year period. Now, I've heard it's 10, but I don't know, including alleged incidents that occurred at Penn State. A 2011 grand jury investigation reported that the then assistant Mike McQuarrie told Paterno in 2002 that he had seen Sandusky 
abusing a 10-year-old boy in Penn State football shower facility. The grand jury report would later detail that McQuarrie saw Sandusky sodomizing the boy. According to the, to the report, Paterno notified the athletic director, Tim Curley, the next day about the incident and later notified Gary Schultz, the director of business and finance, who oversaw the university police. Schultz's role is the center of the debate over whether Paterno did or did not do enough. Paterno and said McQuarrie informed him that he, quote, he had witnessed the incident in the shower, but at the time, no related, but, the, but he at no time related to me the very specific actions contained by the grand jury, unquote. The query denied ever using the word, quote, anal, unquote, or rape, unquote, to describe the incident to anybody. Prosecutors state, stated that Paterno was not accused of any wrongdoing as he fulfilled his legal obligation to report the incident to his immediate supervisor, Curley. However, he was harshly criticized for not reporting the incident to the police himself, or at least seeing to it that, that it was reported. As many have concluded from the facts that are known, on November 7th, November 7th I'm sorry, Pennsylvania State Police Com- Commissioner Frank Noonan Opened that uh, Paterno was not In any legal difficulty Quote Someone has to question About what I consider to be Moral requirements for a human being That knows of sexual things That are taking place with the child I think you have The moral responsibility Anyone not whether you're a football coach or university president or a guy sweeping the building. I think you have a moral responsibility to call us, unquote. And I guess it goes on to say how a lot of the students gathered and protested this and, uh, you know, and they were just talking about how, the, you know, the decisions that the board of trustees made and all this, this stuff. Uh and there's something else I want to mention, too. I said because of the board meetings were held behind closed doors, Pennsylvania has a sunshine law. And um, let's see what that is. Click on this to see what a sunshine law is. I don't know what that is. You know what that is? Not right. familiar with that one in my legal background. Okay. It says, let's see. Clicked on this link, and it says, uh, I guess it says freedom of information legislation comprises laws that, oh, shoot. Let me make sure I get this right. Okay, yeah. Uh, comprise the laws that guarantee access to data held by the state. They established a right-to-know legal process by which Requests may be made for governmental held information to be received freely or at minimum cost, barring standard exceptions. Um, I don't know why they sent me to this link, but 
I don't know if that makes sense to me, but pretty much, like, from what I'm gathering from this, like, there was a lot of stuff that uh, was swept, or kind of swept under the rug. And, you know, I, I really think that, like they said, he may have done the right thing legally, but as far as morally, and, and people got to realize that when you're dealing with the law, it does not always, the, something legal does not, not necessarily equate to something that's moral. You see what I'm saying? Like, Well, I we know in Indiana, uh-huh. if this incident had occurred in Indiana, I think Mr. Paterno would have been probably charged with, and Mr. McCreary as well, who witnessed the incident, well, I don't know. I don't think Paterno, but at least McCreary would have been uh, charged with failure to report a crime and uh, for not reporting it to police directly and going through all those higher-ups instead. Right. So what is your what, what, what is your take on this? Like, uh, how, how do you feel it should have turned out personally? And, I mean, I know you just – pretty much gave how you think it would have turned out if this happened in um, Indiana, but from well, your point of view, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think it's unexcusable that the first stop wasn't the police. You know, if he caught the guy in the shower with a kid, he should have stepped out of there, stepped out of the locker room, took out his cell phone, walked to the nearest phone, and called the police immediately. Right. You know, case closed, done, over with. Then telling people of the university second. However, let's talk about the politics of universities. It's money organizations. Are you going to do something like that that's going to cause a big uproar in your uh, nest? No. You're going to go through the people that's writing you those big fat checks. Right. Right. You know, it's it's a money game is what it is, is what it sounds like to me, at the expense of God knows how many children's, you know, innocence and whatnot. Well, the thing about it is, is like the article stated that uh, it was eight, but from other, other sources it's ten. Like, so I don't know if at the time, like when this was written, like um, um, they, they were only aware of eight and like two – Two extra, two more came out, or something like that. Which I mean, oftentimes that happens. You know, a situation. You know, where, where where you're dealing with like an abuse scandal. I mean, you can even look at like the the um, abuse scandal in within the Catholic Church, and even with Bishop Eddie Long, a lot of those a lot of those um, individuals that were molested, they didn't all come out at once. They gradually came out. So right. I don't you know if don't nobody know if witnessed his other incidents and there were no no one that was aware of the other incidents, you know, I can't fault anybody there but the guy that did them. But in the case of the university knowing about it, how long did they sit on the information would be my concern. Exactly. exactly. So, I mean, but you know, like, I mean, this dates back, I mean, at least as far back as, like, Ten years ago, like because like they said that um, he supposedly like uh, reported the incidents back in two thousand and two. So uh, my my thing is is like 
how long was this going on? I mean, we at least know this has been going on for the past ten years, like if not longer. Right. You know, so it's 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 a really unfortunate uh, incident, like that this that this had to happen, and it, and it's really even it's even sadder that this has happened to him, and like he dies after these allegations have been made, like, I mean, not even six months after these allegations, all this is blown up, like, he died, so, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a bittersweet ending, you know, because, like, you know, of course, you're going to be remembered for all the positive things that you've done for that community, and, um, you know, your track record as a coach, but, um, however, you're going to be you like, like something that just came out This is going to tarnish all those years Of hard work and see that's just how it is This is like you know The bad oftentimes outweighs Not only you want to say outweighs good but it can just Taint like a good the best Life like you something like You know the smallest thing can Just destroy you like people won't Even remember all the good stuff that you do They'll dwell on this And my thing is is like this is something that's major, though. Like, I mean, I, you've accomplished a lot, and like we were talking about earlier, I say you may be good at your job, but still, like, you know, I don't know. So it's 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 one of those situations. It's it's a bittersweet ending. I mean, of course, you know, you've accomplished a lot in life, but this scandal, I mean, kind of places a dark cloud over all that, you know. So, right. And my feeling there, Mr. Paterno, when he was told what this guy witnessed, you know, exactly. if the other guy didn't have the guts to do it, then why didn't Mr. Paterno hand him a cell phone and say, here you go, call the cops? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand it. I just, I just, I don't understand it. Like, you know, um, like you said, like, I mean, we and that's the problem with society today. That's that's what's wrong with uh, society today. We idly sit back and just allow things to happen. We see things that go on in our communities. We know of things that are happening within our community, but we want to sit back and you know, and and you know, either not we we either do nothing about it or we do like very little about it. Like we we do like well. It's not my problem. I've done what I'm supposed to do, so I'm not going to follow up on it. Like, you know, like like we, we see abuse that happens within a community. Like, you, you know, a family that's going through, an, you know, abuse and stuff like their children are going through an abuse, and we sit back and let the stuff happen. We don't follow up on it. And or we see crime or we know things that are going on that are wrong, that's wrong within the community, and we don't want to do anything about it. I say it's our moral obligation for us to, I mean, if we see or know something that's illegal, especially if it's something dealing with children or, you know, that can abs- or something that could, like, destroy our community, we, should, we shouldn't be sitting back and allowing these things to occur and then think, well, you know, it doesn't involve me, so, hey, you know, why should I care? Or, you know, you do very little about it. Like, it's just, you, you know... To me, that's just this is just another example of how that stuff will blow up in your face, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. so I just I don't know. That's just how I feel about it, you know. 
Um, and then you know, I I, I posed this question on Facebook the other night, and I got a variety of responses. Um, a lot of people are in that. A lot of people are talking about well, we shouldn't judge Blase, Scoop, that, and the other. And then I've had like somebody sent a comment saying, um, well, you know, as far as I asked the question, should we mourn? I said, well, a human life is a human life, and we we should. Honor to anybody's life that's passed, something like that. He said, and then uh, another person was saying, "Well, you know," and, and this other person made a good point too. I think that he shouldn't be the only one that's held responsible. I think everybody that played a part in that and knew that something was going on, all of them should be held accountable. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't have just been him. And I kind of feel that he was scapegoat to a certain degree, but I think that he was not the only one that, that, that covered this up. Like, there was other people involved with this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Probably all in an uh, attempt to, uh, you know, preserve the university's image and because uh, they don't want to do anything that might make them unpopular or make them lose money, God forbid. Mm-hmm. As a sex well, scandal. Uh, yeah, well, I do have a clip, and I forgot that I um, downloaded this for the show. Well, upload this for the show, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna try to find this so we can play this on the show to give you guys a basic background um, about his death and um, the scandal. And it's, it's only like a two-minute clip, so we're gonna play that really quick, and then we're gonna come back and uh, wrap the rest of the story up. Joe Paterno is major college football's all-time winningest coach, but his image will always be tainted by a child sex abuse scandal involving a former assistant coach that engulfed Penn State. The coach known as Joe Pa led Penn State to 409 victories and two national championships in 46 seasons at Happy Valley. But in the fall of 2011 came the shocking news that retired defensive coordinator Jerry Sandusky was charged with 52 counts of sexual abuse involving 10 boys. Soon after, the university's board of trustees fired the 84-year-old Paterno after a grand jury report suggested he knew of the accusations against Sandusky and did not do enough to pursue them. In a recent interview with the Washington Post, Paterno said he didn't know which way to go after an assistant coach came to him in 2002 saying he had seen Sandusky sexually abusing a boy. I called you know, my superiors and I said, hey, we got a problem, I think. Would you guys look into it? Because I didn't know, you know, I had never had to deal with something like that. I wouldn't feel anything to go Before the scandal, Paterno had become a living legend among college football coaches. Paterno's Nittany Lions played in 37 bowl games, winning 24 times. Penn State had five undefeated seasons under Paterno, the first in 1968. Paterno arrived in State College in 1950 as an assistant to Rip Engel, his former coach at Brown. Sixteen years later, Paterno was in charge. There's a statue of the famed coach outside Penn State's Beaver Stadium. To say Paterno is a beloved figure in State College is an understatement. Paterno's program always had a squeaky clean image, avoiding any major scandals that involved other schools. But Penn State was thrown into turmoil following the charges levied against Sandusky in November of 2011. Upon his firing, students rallied outside of Paterno's home. The longtime Penn State coach injured his pelvis and right shoulder in August of 2011 
after getting blindsided accidentally by a receiver during preseason practice. Just weeks before he turned 85, it was announced Paterno was being treated for lung cancer. He would also break his pelvis again in a fall at home. Steve Carmazin, Associated Press. All right, we're back. Um, so pretty much that kind of puts into perspective um, on top of what we've already read um, about what happened. And pretty much, you know, I, I think, like you said, like this has always been, It was it, to me it was a more, it was about money, but it was more about that image too. Yeah. And, you know, that would have pretty much destroyed what they built for years, you know. And, you know, to me, what really bothers me is like, you know, you're dealing with the man. He's not, he's not a, he's obviously a very intelligent man, very smart man, you know, for you to be able to coach and lead grown men, you know, to, you know, and I don't want to manipulate, but you know, like to get people to, you know, lead them into um, championships and and um, coaching people and you know because I'm telling you, lead, being a leader in general is a very difficult thing. And for you to have those type of skills, you first of all are not you're not a stupid person. So for you to be able to do all this and accomplish all these goals for, for all these years, you mean to tell me you you didn't know how to handle this situation? I mean, you 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 didn't know what to do about this situation. I mean, you couldn't come up with anything better than just to sweep this under the rug, or or just not even sweep it under the rug. Just you, you say you didn't you didn't know what to do. Like I I just I really just have a hard time buying that. Like I know it's, it would be a hard, it would be a difficult thing to deal with, you know, seeing this and knowing that this is happening. But like to me. You're t- you're not a you're too smart of a person to use that as a cop out. Like seriously, I mean that's just how I feel about it. Well, it just it wouldn't make good sense. But you know what you're saying, you're absolutely right. It wouldn't make good sense. That, well, I I don't know. Um, no, it's real simple. It's called you don't want to bite the hen that feeds you. So you're going to play it off. You're going to just pass the buck on it, which to me sounds like what they did. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's, it's one of those crazy things. Like, And like I said, I mean, the, the closest thing that we could compare that to is the Catholic Church scandal. Because, I mean, we've seen the same thing there, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just, just another instance, just a just the same game, different players. That's, that's that's all it is. So, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like I said, I, I you know I do feel sorry for the family, you know, because I mean, anytime you lose anybody in your family, and it's not like he committed the acts himself, right? So that's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to be more. Uh, lean it towards him, but still at the same time, I don't want to make let him off the hook. I don't want want to seem like I'm being disrespectful towards him because he's dead. You know, I, you know, I don't believe in being disrespectful 
to the dead, but it's just, you know, what happened should have never happened. Like, one child was one child too many. Like, you know, it should have never been between eight or ten children that were molested. That's 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 what's really disturbing about the situation. This just isn't about one child. This is about ten children. And, like, we really have to be more mindful as adults. Like, if we know something is going on, uh, especially with children, we have to be that voice for them because they – they can't, you know. what I'm saying they're they're kind of kind of powerless, you know. And you know, you just imagine a child like being molested by someone as powerful as that. And I don't even want to say as powerful, but well known as that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, how, you know, you just got to put yourself in those in in that child's shoes, you know. And all these people are so, you know, quick to run to his defense. But what if that was your child? You know, what what if that was your child being molested? And it wouldn't even have to be by a coach, by by somebody that's just like that has a big name, you know, you wouldn't feel that that way. But it was seems like every time someone powerful is involved in a scandal like that, it just seems like people wanna to run to their defense. Mhm. And that's kinda of sick because the average Joe from the street couldn't get that kind of respect if they did the exact same thing to a child. So why should it be any different? Because you have a title behind your name. I, I just I don't I just don't agree with that. It's an unfair. It's an unfair. I guess strange double standard, but you know yeah. what popularity and celebrity status automatically means that you're going to be a good person. <laughs> Yeah, well, we live in a society full of double standards. That's the problem. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that's about it with that. Um, I really don't have anything else to add to that story, but um, I just know that was like something big. I noticed on Facebook yesterday. I mean, everybody was talking about that, like, it was crazy. So I don't know. And it's kinda kinda leads into something else that I've noticed too, like with they say when older people have done something for years or they've worked and and, and they've done something for years and they retire sometimes, it just seems like they kinda lose purpose for life in their mind and they just that's when they die. Like I don't know if you I've ever heard that. that. Yeah. So it was just kind of, I don't want to say ironic, but it was kind of a coincidence that he kind of died right after they let him go. Mm-hmm. Well, they'd been being treated, was in the process of being treated for a while, so I'm yeah. sure it probably didn't help matters. Yeah, he probably lost, you know, that fight, so. Oh no! All right. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna go to a quick song, really quick, and break this up and get ready for our next segment. Um, and I'm hoping DeAndre will be in here soon. I don't know if she's gonna be in, but when we come back, we're gonna do our tribute. Well, I'm gonna do that now. I'm gonna do the uh, tribute to um, 
Anna Jane when yeah, do that when we come back. So um keep it locked. Um remember you can call us at six four six nine one five eighty two hundred or uh hit us up on Facebook. Just look us up under the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers and join our group page. And uh, we also have a YouTube page as well at youtube.com slash ECOFW. Make sure you get on there and uh, subscribe, check out our videos. Uh, We do have the link to both of those in the description field of this show. So make sure you click on those, check those out, and um, I guess we'll be back shortly. I haven't loved right since you left I forgot what it means to love someone dead I haven't loved right since you've gone I know the feeling's still there But I just can't turn it on
All right, we are back, and I finally found my clip that I was looking for. Um, as you guys know, um, those of you we had pretty much be living under a rock. We had uh, legendary um, blues singer Anna James died um, a couple of days ago, and um, we're going to go to a clip uh, that it was um, brought to you by the Associated Press. It just gives like a, a brief background of who she was and um, where she came from. Etta James, the feisty R&B singer whose raw, passionate vocals made the love ballad at last an enduring anthem, has died. James suffered from dementia, kidney problems, and leukemia. Her doctor announced in December that her leukemia was terminal. James won Grammys and was a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thank all of my fans. The celebrated songstress also had her struggles, including an addiction to heroin and weight problems. Etta James was 73. Nicole Levitt, The Associated Press. All right, we're back, and I'm going to give you a little bit more information about her. Um... As you guys know, as the clip just said, um, stated, she had um, pretty much been suffering from several health problems, you know, before she died. And um, pretty much, you know, she, she held on for a pretty long time considering, like, you know, um, as, like, you know with all the problems that she had, she, she held on for a pretty long time. Um, pretty much she was born in January Nin- 25, 25th, 1938, and died on the 20th of this month. And she was uh, one of those singers that she kind of fit. She kind of fit in like several categories, like with the blues and the rhythm and rock, uh, soul, gospel, jazz. I mean, she she was very versatile um, as far as her um, style of music was concerned. And some of her um, some of her hits included. Um, uh, Dance with Me, Henry, and last, of course, which we just listened to, um, Tell Mama, and I'd Rather Go Blind. Um, and she was known to write all her lyrics, you know, to her songs. Uh, like they mentioned, she she did deal with, um, struggle with drug addiction at one point, but she came through that. So, you know, a lot of people don't make it through that. And um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if the, you know, I guess, I guess part of it they were saying how I don't know if this is true. Like hepatitis was like what caused her to have liver problems. I'm not sure, but I've I've noticed people, a lot of people that that have been um, involved with heroin addiction or like they use needles like they do tend to come down with diseases like that. Is that true, Michael? Have you heard that? Yes, very much so. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, you know, and I'm pretty sure she could tell a lot of these people out here, especially young people or people that are thinking about getting into that, like she would probably tell you don't get, don't go don't go that direction, you know. But um, something else about her is like she's been known to bridge the gap between rhythm and blues and rock and roll and um, she's the winner of six Grammys and 17 Blues Awards 
Music Awards, and she was inducted into the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993, and the Blues Hall of Fame in 2001. So she um, was really um, prolific. Like in Rolling Stone, also ranked her as number 22 on their list of 100 of the 100 greatest singers of all time. And number sixty-two on the list of the one on the list of one hundred greatest artists. Uh, something about her, she was she grew up in uh, well, she was born in L.A. They said you know she really didn't know who her fa- father was, but they think that that is possibly um, someone. Uh, he was a Caucasian male, and um, she she also they, they probably suspect that he was. Um, um, speculated to be a great pool player by the uh, name of Rudolph Minnesota Fats Wonderung, which he briefly met in 1987. So a lot of people don't know, you know, who her father is, but you know there's speculations out there. Um, and she, I mean, she grew up in the church. You know, she, uh, you know, learned her vocal. She earned, you know, learned her vocal training at uh, a church in um, Los Angeles called the St. Paul Baptist Church. And I know it's like a lot of the, the, the true singers back in the day and the R&B singers back in the day, They a lot of them came from the church. That's where they, they got their unique training. Like even now you look at a lot of uh, good R&B singers like Fantasia, they all started out from the church. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just one of those things, you know. You you get that soul, you get that 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 experience and that feeling from the church. I've noticed that a lot. So, but anyways, um, that's about it. I just wanted to send a good shout out because I mean she is one of my favorite singers. So I just wanted to take this time out and uh, pay homage. You know, uh, I I, just, I really think that today. We don't have as many original artists out, prolific artists out today. I mean, we do have some that have their own unique style. Like, um, I think right now, a a singer in the South that I really like, and I think that she has a unique style. I like Adele, and I played one of her songs earlier, but I really think that she has a unique sound. And, you know, to me, I, I think what makes an artist good is like when you can hear hear them on the radio and you can, you can just tell right away who it is. It's not it's not a question about who it is because I think a lot of times we have artists today where everybody's, you know, everybody just sounds the same. Everybody's trying to get that same sound. Nobody's distinct. So I I really think that anybody that can come out and uh, brand themselves and make the, you know, kind of set themselves apart from other people is is an artist that I like to you know invest my money in as far as like buying their music and things of that nature. So that's about it. So. Well, I do have one other piece of uh, news that I did find. Speaking of famous old school singers, mm-hmm. um, found here an article about Miss Aretha Franklin, who. Uh believe this was posted eight hours ago in the Associated Press. <clears throat> it says, Aretha Franklin has called off her engagement. Uh, wow. Yes, 
According to this, uh, a statement released Monday by the representative said Franklin's wedding to Willie Wilkerson wasn't going to happen. They quote her in saying, quote, Will and I have decided we're moving a little too fast, and there are a number of things that have not been thought through thoroughly. There will be no wedding at this time, end quote, Franklin said. Quote, we will not comment on it any further because of the very personal and sensitive nature of it. However, we appreciate all the many well-wishers from friends, end quote. So that was released earlier today from Miss Aretha Franklin. Wow. Well, you know, and you know, my thing is, I heard about them. Like they said that she was um, dating this guy, and I'm like, girl, you still dating at your age, honey? But I ain't gonna go there. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I heard that she was talking. Was well, she was in a relationship with this guy, and I, I would have assumed I didn't know if she was married or not. I thought she would have been, but. I, I don't know, like, I guess, you know, she at least she's being wise about it, and, you know, mm-hmm. she's going with the flow, and, you know, and the thing is, I think a lot of people, that takes a lot um, of maturity to 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 come to that conclusion, so I think everybody today, the way we look at, you look at marriage today, it's a joke, like, yeah. and everybody's so quick to jump up and get married, like, it's just something to do, like, so, and you know, you, you have to respect that. Exactly, because it says here that she is 69 years old, and she had announced her engagement on New Year's Day or shortly after New Year's Day. And you know, in the light of the way a lot of celebrities have like the 72-hour marriage or the exactly. two-week or a few months, you know, hey, at least there's you know somebody is smart enough to think it through before they get into that. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm- yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, and like you said, like, you, once you get to that certain age, it's just like, you know, why rush? <laughs> because, yeah. you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, so, I, I mean, that, I mean that, that's a lesson for a lot of these younger people that just want to jump into relationships or not ju- jump into relationships or jump into marriage. You know, it's just good to take things slow because, you know, when you rush things, like it, it always ends in disaster, so that that's mm-hmm. definitely a thing. Although if I'm still single at 69, I don't think I'm gonna I'm not gonna move real quick into anything by then. <laughs> yeah, I if I'm if I'm single by that age, I'm just gonna just stay single. You know, it's, just, it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. We just had another caller join the line. I think this might be DeAndre. Deandre, is this you? Yes, indeed. Welcome to the show, girl. Hi. Yeah, we just got done talking about Miss Aretha Franklin, girl. She, you, you heard about she called her engagement out, right? Mm, I didn't even know she was engaged. Yeah, Michael just read it. He says that she was, um, I forget the name. What, what was the, the man's name? Willie. McDonald's. Willie who? Willie <laughs> Wilkerson. You said McDonald's. I thought his name was Ronald too. I, I just I didn't know, but <laughs> she called him engagement off on the McDonald's McRib. Mommy stop. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you ain't even been on here 30 seconds. You already clowned. 
Let me stop. Ooh. You know, I like all Aretha oh, Franklin. You know, she is the queen. She is. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof. I, she She's the queen, and I'm not talking about the queen of pork. She is the you queen of soul. Not the queen of soul food, but yeah. the queen of soul. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, we got to respect the queen. You got to bow down to the queen. Right. So, I don't know. But, I, you know, well, this is just me personally. I know I'm probably getting in trouble for saying this. But I'm just going to keep it real. I've always thought, this is my personal opinion, because I, I, I love me from Payne LaBelle, but I always considered her the queen. Like, they did something mm-hmm. about Payne LaBelle. I, I think I'm side with you on that, Seneca. Yeah. Rita, I got your, got respect for you, girl, whatever. But, honey, Payne LaBelle is up in her 62, and she still mm-hmm. is a diva. She still can, she's still doing her thing. She still can... You know, dress. She's hey. I just gotta say that Taylor Bell's deep. I'm, I'm sorry, she's the queen. You know, whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. I think you know she sang that song somewhere over the rainbow. So you know the girls gotta side with her. <laughs> <laughs> and I have that song on my phone. Huh? And I have that song on my phone, the long version. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know, guy. Well, DeAndre, you know that SWV has a new single out, right? Really? Yes, girl, and it it is good. I want to play this song for you. I want to because uh, I want you to listen to this. I was trying to hold off to you got here. Um, okay. The song is called. The song is called. Let me, let me get it. Let me get it. I just heard it for the first time. It's called Cosign. And uh, mm-hmm. this is, um, they they single, so we're going to go to it and we're going to come back and we're going to do a little review on it. And I don't know if you had anything to talk about as far as reality shows are concerned, but we're going to get to that when we come back. And then I have some news from Eddie Hip Hop. we got we got several things to do, so uh, we're going to go to this song really quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this song, and then we're going to get to our other news and wrap up. This is SWV Cosign. Uh, uh, yeah.
about that new? What do you think about that new jam? I like it actually because it sounds like them back in the day. And you know what? That's why. That's one thing I like. They sound just as good. They still sound good. You know, like a lot of people, they try to they come back and try to do too much. Mm-hmm. They trying to be something that they not. But you know what? I, I I like I like the groove of that. You know, I, I still think that it's fresh, fresh new sound. I mean, it's still. You know what I'm saying? People can still get with that 2012. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, so hey, they still sound good. It just I, I can't wait to get to see you. I'm I'm really excited about this. I've been waiting for this for years. I've been they've been talking about this for years about to get back together. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that it would happen. Like seriously, so I, I'm glad to see they get back together and they got a new song out. You know. Exactly, because so you know most of them don't get back together. It's out for them to actually be able to work together again. Mm-hmm. And do it. You know, they've all done their little solo thing. I know uh, Coco, she she did a uh, couple solo albums. She also did a gospel album about five years ago. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, the rest of them, they've done their own, you know, thing on the side and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's good to see that they, that, you know, they're getting back together, you know, and I see a little picture of them. I said, all right, they think they're doing something. <laughs> I don't know, good. So, do you got anything to report on as far as um, reality TV is concerned? Or Not really. Hip hop. Not really. Not really because I just I'm just caught um loving hip hop today, but I missed the see I missed the episode. So I need to catch up on it. Because you know, today was the final season. Really? Yeah. Oh Lord Jesus. Do they um, normally have a reunion or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're gonna have it next Monday. Oh Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Tune in today. It's gonna be popping. It'll be juicy. Of course, and you know this. <laughs> now, I want to talk about a few things today that you know that's been in the media. Um, a couple stories that I saw. Well, I'm just gonna run through a couple things that I've seen. I guess uh, as far as beef is concerned in the hip hop uh, arena, I guess. Tom and his diss and Jake, Drake, I'm sorry, whatever his name is, <laughs> So I guess, you know, um, I don't know what, what that's all about, but I guess they're going back and forth, like, you know, you know, in song, and, you know, that's kind of like a little, like they used to do back in the day, you know, everybody used to go back and forth and do the thing like that, you know, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, these days, you know, it kind of leads into something extra, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just hope you know if they just gonna battle. I hope it's just it stays in the music at least if they gonna battle. You know what I'm saying? I just hope it don't get into something, you know, and they go or go a place with shit though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's not like it's time for everybody to grow the hell up. That's what's happening. We you still beefing. <laughs> Because there's lots of people growing up. We still beefing. Grown-ass men beefing, like I said. Even old-ass men. Because Common kind of all. Yeah. I mean, he ain't old, but, you know, he's definitely getting up there in the age. So, come on now. Five. Five. Crazy. 
Yo, did you hear that uh, Kobe Bryant's wife is going to be getting $75 million? I can believe it. Girl, they say he's, his net worth is, I think it's like $118 million or $138 million or something like that. And she's getting $75 million of that. I heard that she even might be going on um, basketball wives. Ooh. That's what I heard. I don't know how true it is, but that's, that's what I heard. That's down. That's the true basketball wife right there. Well, you know who, who whose was was Michael Jordan was the true basketball wife. I have forgot the most money. Yeah, you you right about that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, with another story. Um, 43 thugs arrested after bragging about murders on Facebook. What? Girl, we about to read it. We about to read it to you. All right. This story comes from IndieHipHop.com. And for those who live in Indianapolis, that's the best place to go for your information for um, uh, stuff that's going on in the hip-hop community. Um, yeah, okay, I just gave y'all a free tag. But anyways, um, this story is was posted on the 21st, and it reads, okay, cops rounded up 43 alleged members from two different gangs in Brooklyn after dozens of them bragged about shooting folks on Facebook and Twitter. Cops used social media messages to to link alleged gang members to six killings, 32 shootings, 36 robberies, and numerous other crimes. The average age of those arrested was 17 years old. Cops tracked the kids from hood stars in, in the waves using social media. When hood stars members shot a rival, they would say, quote, clapped him off the surfboard, unquote. And then when they go into wave territory, it was described as going to, quote, going to the beach, unquote. Wave members called hood stars, quote, actors, unquote. And shooting them was lining you out. Woo meant that you were a wave in quote unquote shoot meant meant by hood stars hood stars, police said. Last summer a twenty one year old man was visiting Brownsville and was asked by a wave member if he was quote unquote chewing. He did not understand what understand what he meant and was shot in the face. Prosecutors say that bloodshed resulted in deaths of other innocent bystanders, including a child and his father shot in the courtyard August. in August. The crimes date back to 2010 and continue as late as this month. The teens are being charged with murder, assault, robbery, and conspiracy. So for you, those of you parents that think with these little bastards, these little, these little cottonhead little Nigglets, excuse my language, but for y'all that think that um, Facebook is not dangerous, 
And, you know, it ain't no big daddy show child on Facebook unsupervised. Then you better get your get your act together and realize something different. Because you know what? All this stuff is going on right now with these young people, and they doing it on Facebook and Twitter. You know what I'm saying? They got all they, they, they damn mug shots up right here, and they looking like somebody who did it and why. Mm-hmm. I said the only photo, only mug shots they should have was in the damn yearbook in school while they getting their damn education instead of being on fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's a shame. Like it's it's a shame that it has to. You know that the, I don't know. Um, it just it's just crazy. It's it's just crazy to me. But like, if a bragging would get you. Just crazy. Like and then stupid enough, and you are gonna put it on Facebook and Twitter. Knowing that that's just a writ, that's like a written like confession. That's that's like you going down to the complete to the police station and just writing out a statement saying that you killed somebody. That you, mm-hmm. you know, I, just, I don't get that. That's stupid. That's Even stupid. if they didn't do it, they still should took them to jail just because you was bragging. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said. I don't what a way to tell on yourself. Hmm. You should just walk down down there and just gave yourself up. Exactly. All right, I'm just gonna move on from that. They said Beyonce. Oh, they said Beyonce is taking um, the death of Etta James pretty hard. And that's that's not really good for her, you know. Just having that that's, baby. Yeah. So I don't know. I, that's sad because you know that was one of her big role models. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. she, she played that role in that in that uh, movie. So she was. Can't she, write she, she, that, honey. Mhm. Girl. Well, you know they um. Tell me why. Uh huh. You know somebody else probably going to jail, right? Who? You ready for this? Uh, oh Jesus! Please don't tell me. All right. Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. Let, let me guess. She didn't pay her taxes. I don't know what she went to jail for. I didn't even get to um, read it. I was like, oh, and I was in some store, and I was reading on the um, front of a magazine, and she was going to jail. Is it for 100 and some days or something like that? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might be wrong. I know it mm-hmm. Yeah, she gonna probably get special treatment in jail, so it ain't gonna matter. You know, y'all go to the same jails we got, so I don't even know how people be acting like they do. Should be in that Martha Stewart Camp Cupcake. <laughs> uh-uh, not Camp Cupcake, girl. <laughs> Guess who they said gonna probably be appearing on Maury Povich? Who? Rick Ross. My parents. They, he's going to be on there for. Well, I, <laughs> I thought so when I first read this, but obviously they said that he's in the news again after a paternity suit filed by Rose's home state of Florida alleged, alleges that the rapper is a father of a three year old boy in Georgia. And they said that 36 year old. Tyresha Childers filed the suit in the Florida Department of Revenue 
uh, in um, Boer County stating that Ross, which was born William Roberts, that's his real name, fathered a child with her and has yet to provide any child support for her son. Rose filed a response shortly after stating that he has never slept with childers nor got her pregnant. Ross has offered to take a DNA DNA test uh, to clear this up. So I'm guessing they're going to be doing this. Uh, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me make sure. They said that he is claiming to only rake in $694 per month in disability payments for an undisclosed reason. Allegedly, Childers is flat out broke and has no savings in her banking account. Ross or Childers have not yet publicly public, uh, hold up, publicly discussed the matter yet. Someone please call board. So I don't know if they're going to actually be going on board or I don't know. That'd be crazy as hell. You see, um, see, has been all black, but up on that TV. And Maury, for a paternity test, you gotta be gaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they said the girl, she had no money in her bank account. So I said, girl, who knows? Like, and they didn't put all her, put all her business out there, too, didn't they? Mm hmm. I said, honey, she probably just mad because she was about to jump off and she ain't getting nothing but a damn sandwich and some fries. But well, you know what? If that happened to be his baby, she'll have more of her bank account than them what's $62 and what? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> $62 some crumbs. Girl. Did y'all, did you hear about, uh, Trying to find that story about that girl. Okay, okay, I find I found it, but I want to talk about this first. Did you hear about President Obama? Well, did you guys hear about him singing the other day? Mm-mm. Al Green song, girl. He was singing that Al Green song. It's he shooting. You know, I put it. You know, I put the video on my page. I know Michelle was getting wet. When he was, <laughs> <laughs> Honey, she was probably more wet than Duncan Hines' cake. <laughs> He's gonna get pregnant. Mhm. It's on YouTube. I that, that that video was up for like about a day, and I already had three million hits on it. Wow. Mm-mm. But but hey, I, I guarantee you, they're gonna find something wrong with that. You know, somebody's gonna find something wrong with him singing. You know, just trying to crack a joke. But oh well. Anyway, oh well. Get the fuck over. Yeah. You gotta have fun too. Mm-hmm. Well, you I know, people like John Boehner might try singing a little bit. He might figure out how to pull a stick loose. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Man, so I guess he. You know, they saying that. Speaking of Obama, they said that he's gonna try to. He's, he's gonna stop that um, SOPA Act, that 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 online piracy act. So you know. I guess it says this article on Indie Hip Hop says President Obama has taken a stance against SOPA. Uh, 
a bill that would allow the Justice Department to force Internet providers and search engines to block all sites accused of copyright infringement. For now, the president, President Obama has stalled the controversial legislation. So I guess you know he's you know he's going to be stepping up and trying to get this law stopped. You know, so that's good to hear because I'm telling you this now. If this law gets passed, you know, every every damn website y'all go to, you know, some of y'all like going to that that that, that world star hip hop, which I think they should shut down anyway. But I mean, all these sites <laughs> you guys like to go to and get your information from are gonna be blacked out. You ain't gonna be able to get to them. Like nobody's gonna be able to get any kind of information. So it's it's gonna be a hot mess. dot com if they pass that. So that's why you guys need to get out here and vote because these people are out here making laws and stuff that's that's affecting your your everyday life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know you can't sit at home and say that you you know. I don't know. You, you just got to really get out here and vote. So, I'm trying to get to this story about this parent that's in jail because they gave, well, I guess they let their um, child get a tattoo. I'm trying to pull it up. What do you feel about that, DeAndre? Like parents that allow their children to get tattoos? Well, first of all, if you ain't old enough to get a tattoo, you won't be getting a tattoo. If you can't pay for it yourself and find for it yourself, then you won't have it. Yeah, that's true. Well, this story is entitled. I don't know why my computer is acting up tonight like seriously. Okay. This story is entitled, Mother Charged with Cruelty After Allowing a 10-Year-Old Son to Get a Tattoo. 10-Year-Old? Yes, 10-Year-Old. Wow. All right. The article... Uh, This is from the Urban Daily. Uh, It says, a mother is mourning the the loss of her child after she allowed her son, who was 10 years old, to get a tattoo in remembrance of his fallen brother on his arm. (laughs) Shatera, what's her name, Shatera Napier says that she gave her son permission to get a tattoo because it was for a good reason. She didn't allow him to get get a tattoo or SpongeBob or something silly. She was charged with the misdemeanor of cruelty. Mm-mm. I guess they had this they had this video of why she she kind of felt like she was justifying and you know doing it. But I'm like, wow. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's our child, but. I don't know. This to me, like I just think, and this is just a conversation we was we was having not too long ago. It just seems like a lot of these parents today are trying to be their ch- child's friend. Like I just I don't get that. Like they they allow the child to do everything. Like this story, you letting your child get tattoos, you letting your your, your children smoke, 
and drink mm-hmm. around and you use it as an excuse. Well, as long as they're doing it around me and I'm supervising them, it's okay. I just, I don't get that reason. Like I just I think that you as a parent you're supposed to set an example. You shouldn't be allowing that stuff to go on in your house. Like seriously. And then you know, I know children are gonna do what they wanna do. Like some if but if you are selling to them morals and stuff like that, they're gonna question it before they do it or even if they get caught up in some stuff you see, you won't feel bad because you didn't you didn't condone that. You see what I'm saying? Mhm. And I know you were telling me about some girls in your neighborhood, like they might just let them just do whatever they want to do, and they just think it's cute. Mhm. Guy that friend, like that friend. Uh, but I want. I mean, do the girls got respect for their mama? Uh uh-uh. uh I could. I'm sorry. I just couldn't have no respect for somebody. You know, that's supposed to be my mother, and you and you allow me. I don't care what nobody say. Kids like structure, and they like, you know, they may not admit it, but they're going to grow up and hate her. Like, they they ain't going to have any respect for her. Like, because when they get older and they realize that they don't screw their life up, up, Mm -hmm. and they can't get anywhere because they don't have an education, or they're sitting around here carrying a disease they can't get rid of, or they they trying to, like, get somewhere in life, but they can't because they got two, three, four kids, then they're going to they gonna resent their mama for that one night. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. So I, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I think a lot of these parents are trying to be their children's friend, and it's just mm-hmm. not I said, but then again, how can a mama get mad? As the child, when you out here, you gonna tell her that she shouldn't be a slut, and you a slut yourself. Uh, <laughs> like, how, how you going Exactly. I just, I don't, I don't get that. That's crazy. My best friend. Uh huh. Oh, they said Lil Wayne got into it. He got into it with a Dallas Cowboy star. You know, I don't even want to read that. Who they find out the, who has the most tattoos? Probably so. I'm just playing. <laughs> Stupid. But yeah, they they got a, they got a nice lineup coming to. Uh... Oh, ooh, this is something that you might want to hear about, uh, Deandra. X Factor's Astro inks a deal with L.A. Reid. I buy it. And we were just talking about that a couple weeks ago. I said, oh, he's going to get a deal with somebody. Mm-hmm. Let's see. They said, um, this is from the Urban Daily. They were saying how 15-year-old Brooklyn MC Brian... Uh, also known as Ad- Astro uh, from X Factor, has signed a record deal with L.A. Reid, an epic record. The astronomical kid, astronomical kid, was booted off the show in early December, shortly 
after his dismissal, rumors surfaced that he would join Jay-Z's Rock Nation line. In an interview with MTV on December 5th, Astro addressed the rumor by saying, I have never met with anyone from Rock Nation. I love to, but I'm not signed right now to anyone. Nobody's hit me up about that. Just go on the Internet and it's up there, but I'm not signed as far as I know. Although he was, wasn't the big winner on X Factor, Astro is in fact, in the words of Charlie Sheen, winning. In terms of the kind of deal that he's looking for, Astro had this to say. I just want to be able to release my music, do my movies, and everything's fair. I just want to be able to have fun doing it. I don't want to, I don't want music to be a job for me. I want it to be something I'm doing for fun. And as long as it's not a job, then you're straight. No word on the album yet, but congrats to the deal. And in the in words of the kids himself, dope. So keep an eye out for the Trump astronomical kids. So. All right, so he's oh getting my through record deal. I'm glad he got that because you know I I, I kind of think that he's gonna get a fair shake on that show. Mhm. So you know. Yep. Yeah. That's all oh. I have for tonight. I know him. It's been one of those nights, everybody. It's Monday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. So since the Super gonna be here in Indianapolis, woo 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 woo, give it up for us. So what does everybody got planned? Yep. Mm. I know I'm. I see. You know I'm gonna try to get me a little boot thing. Oh, boot thing, huh? Super Bowl, uh, I'm your hooker. Get your money, honey. This girl is trying to be here. This one girl was telling me she worked at the bowl. She's telling me uh, I was I was in another bar last night. And, you know I was you know I know a lot of the people that work there and go there and stuff like that. She was telling me she said she she said she's gonna make her money. She I guess she's going to dancers or bartenders there or something. And she said that her, she said she said that her boss told her she said if y'all don't make a, at least two thousand dollars. Before the end of this um, Super Bowl, and y'all stupid. That's what he told them. He said, Y'all don't make these two brands, y'all stupid. So, honey, I'm telling you, there's money to be made. Like, I'm not saying, you know, nothing. I'm just mm-hmm. saying there's money out there to be made. You know, I know there's a lot of people that are going to be, uh, uh, doing. I know this one church, they're supposed to be doing. Uh, shuttle rides. I guess they're gonna be using their parking lot as a parking lot. They like a you know a place for people to park, and they're gonna mm-hmm. be giving people shuttle rides downtown. They're gonna be making the money. They're gonna be making like forty to I think it was about forty or fifty dollars a car. I said so you you can park your car at the church and then get you a ride you know downtown and get picked up. <laughs> so hey, I mean everybody trying to make money. Even the church trying to make money. Shoot. Right. It's like I've had this fantastic. I'm here. Yep, she's gonna be here for the gospel um, celebration. I know she's gonna be here. 
Yeah, for the celebration. I know Pavel Bell going to be here for the free concert. And last night I had a chance to go to the, um, I guess they had a pre, because they don't have the actual gospel music show showcase, but they had like a pre, pre kind of like Super Bowl gospel concert last night. And there were a lot of celebrities in the house. We had um, uh, Beat the Cat, and we had um, LaShawn uh, Mitchell. We had just several people from around Indianapolis. We had a couple groups from Chicago come down. And we had um, a chance, well, I had a chance to meet Shirley Murdoch last night because she had the new gospel CD out. And she was just so down to earth. Like, I, I definitely urge Zach to pick up her new um, release. I'm telling you, she is still bad. She, she, she was a diva back in the day, but she could still blow. So y'all mm-hmm. definitely need to her CD. Um, it's on sale now. I know she has two gospel CDs out. Uh, the, the, the last one that came out was called uh, Back Home. And then I guess this one just came out back in like, uh, I think it came out in October, November. So, yeah, you guys need to definitely go get that CD. Uh, and just support all your artists out here. You know, there's a lot going on. Uh, here in Indianapolis, you know, of course, my guest is going to be coming back. He's going to be bringing uh, Snoop Dogg with him. Uh, mm-hmm. There's supposed to be a lot of people coming. Like, I know 50 Cent's coming. Uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of celebrities. So, I'll definitely need to get, you know, you know, get the tickets for that event. I know that's going to be the Mike Epps. Mike asks his friends or something like that. So it's gonna uh, be at a, um, what's the name? Casico Fieldhouse. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I might give me a little ticket and go to that. I know. I know. Don't get my booty done. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Your booty. I'm gonna get some of that. Uh, that thick to flatten that. Messy mint. Put in my booty. Oh, no, something to oil, well. something to oil it down with some um chicken grease. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm, I'm excited about the Super Bowl coming here, but I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, it's just, I mean, if they can't even handle, like, basic traffic downtown, like, if they can't even handle, like, small events like the Black Expo <laughs> or, when the like, when the Capitals came here, they couldn't handle that. Like, so mm-hmm. what makes them think that they're going to be able to handle the Super Bowl? But, you know what, I have to give it to them, Dow. They're really setting up, and it's really starting to look really put together, Dow. Downtown is really starting to get put together. They said about the stages and stuff, so it looks like it's gonna come together. Yes, I was like riding downtown last night. I was, um, what street was that I was on? Because uh, I had they had like the street. Cause I was I had to stop by the post office, but I was gonna drop off the letter. Cause you know it's open. You in so many streets, you gotta turn down to get to the post office. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta go all the way around because they have that 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 street work. Because Illinois is blocked off. No, it's Capitol. Capitol yeah. is blocked off. Yep. 
Now, did, have you seen them put that big old that that big sign up on on the JW Marriott? Mm-mm. Yeah, they're starting to put it up. It looks it looks nice. Like they 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 still gonna be. It's gonna take a week for them to get it all up. But mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be a like kind of like a big old mural. It's gonna be mm-hmm. really nice down there. Yeah, they get they together. Yeah, they come together. I said we're gonna probably get some bottle shot collars and things. We like the bottles. Mm-hmm. We don't want no scrubs. We want the bottles. Mm-hmm. We popping bottles and champagne. Right. I need some bill pairs. Not no bill layer. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't need you to be just laying up, ain't paying no bills. I need you to pay some bills. <laughs> we can't be shacking mm-hmm. up if you can't pay no bills. Mm-mm. I said, honey, you got to get, honey, we're going to be shacking. You got to get packing. If you ain't, you ain't bring mm-hmm. nothing to the type. You know that luggage mm-hmm. you came with? I can leave with it. <laughs> what luggage, girl? It came with some damn plastic bags. Well, you take it out right on back after that. Your your garbage bags, sent You can take them back around with that. Right, your garbage bags. You done drove to your mama's basement, honey, with them roaches in. See, I just don't get that about some of these women. Like, I mean, this this is what this. I don't know. I ain't gonna even get started. I just I don't understand how you you deal with the man that. They has to come live with you, and they can't do nothing for you. Like I just, it just, it just, I don't get it. He ain't bringing nothing to your house but roaches. That's all the thing he bringing with him. He bring him his little, his little soul brother with him. <laughs> you know, I just, I just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we're going to wrap this show right on up. It's almost 12 o'clock. So, I just want to thank y'all for coming in here. You're welcome, darling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out before we go to Mr. Kane Naylor. He's going to be making our um, intros for our videos on YouTube, and he's going to be coming up with just different Yep, gonna be coming up with different things for us. I want to really appreciate him. I told him to give him a shout out tonight, so uh, I want to thank him. And for those who would like to volunteer or help out with the show in some kind of way, you can email me at seharris02 at gmail dot com, and um, we'll get with you. So until next time, y'all, y'all be blessed and. Uh, you know, we, we're going to be back here soon with a Super Bowl edition, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Yeah.